The financial markets are made up of bulls and bears. But when you listen to most trading gurus, it seems to be all bull. Who to trust? The one who puts a fire under your butt with candlestick flames? Or the one who says you should trade Fibonacci, but you still find yourself losing money 61.8% of the time? It's time to go straight to the source and get the truth about what's working in the markets today with your host, the founder of Top Dog Trading, Barry Burns. Hey, welcome, my friend, to this third episode of the Online Trading to Win podcast with your host, myself, Barry Burns. Trading overbought and oversold levels is amateurish. That's what amateurs do. And as you know, most people lose money trading. So therefore, you don't want to do what most people do. And this garbage is taught all over the place. Here we go. Told you I was going to dispel a lot of the uh, traditional stuff. Yeah, this kind of stuff is taught everywhere and it couldn't be more wrong. So let's talk about this and let's deep dive into it a little bit. What do you think of when you use the terms overbought and oversold? Well, the terms themselves imply that if the market's overbought, it can't go any higher. And if it's oversold, it can't go any lower. And that is exactly wrong. In fact, it's so wrong that the truth is exactly the opposite. That's how crazy that is. And this is one of the reasons that I see people getting stopped out all the time is because they're using these techniques of buying oversold markets and selling overbought markets. So they start thinking, dang, I'm getting stopped out all the time. Why am I getting stopped out? It's like I'm a perfectly horrible trader. I can watch a trend go up and up and up and up. And then people tell me as soon as I get in that trend, though, that's when the trend ends. I should put together a service, they say, that uh, sends out my buy signals whenever I buy, send it out to the masses, and everybody will know, okay, Timmy got in, time to short. <laughs> I've actually had people say that to me. I don't know. Maybe somebody will come up with a service like that. Not trying to give you any ideas. But anyway, the point is they say, I am such an imperfect trader that it's almost unreal. Like, how can I be this wrong, this consistently? And so then they come up with all kinds of conspiracy theories. For example, a lot of people have said, you know what? I am convinced my broker is trading against me. One of my students who's a medical doctor actually was very convinced of that. He wasn't even joking and he was mad and he was doing investigations into his broker and all this kind of stuff saying, my broker is watching my account and trading against me. There's no other explanation as to why I could be wrong so consistently. Another conspiracy theory that I hear is people saying, well, you know, I think it's the market makers. They know where my stops are and they're running my stops. So why are these signals the opposite of what is commonly taught? Here is the reason. Number one, common indicators for overbought, oversold signals are oscillators that are bounded. Common examples would be RSI, stochastic. Today we use the stochastic as an example, but we could have just as well used the RSI or several others. And they are bounded indicators because they are only allowed to go from zero to 100. So when the indicator gets below the oversold line, and different people will put different, uh, that line at different levels. They might put it at 20, 25, 30. Those are common levels. And that's the oversold line. And when the indicator gets below it and then crosses back above it, 
that's when they say, oh, okay, now I should buy because the market's been oversold. Therefore, implies it can't go down anymore. And therefore, it's back up above the oversold line. Now we're back into bullish territory. A second signal that is often taught is when the stochastic indicator, which has two lines on it, K and D, K being the actual stochastic line and D being a moving average of it. When K crosses above D, that's a second buy signal. So if you get both of those signals with the indicator crossing above the oversold line and K crossing above D, they say, wow, that is a double confirmation. Sweet. Let's take this. That is wrong. That is actually a bearish pattern. You want to be on the short side of the market. Now, the heresy of this is exactly that. The extreme levels are actually strength signals in that direction. So when the market gets overbought, it's more likely to go up after that. And when it goes below the oversold line, it's more likely to go down after that. And by the way, let me add this little qualifier because, as I like to say, the dollars are in the details. I'm referring to the first time the indicator gets from oversold to overbought or the first time it gets from overbought to oversold. That's when it's most likely to continue in that direction. Now, professional traders know about this, and so they'll trade things that are called stochastic pops and stochastic poops. <laughs> okay, what are stochastic pops and poops? Stochastic pops are, for an example, when the stochastic indicator gets from uh, the low level of the range of the indicator, gets up to the top, hits 100, gets above the overbought level, hits 100, smacks into the ceiling, and then it angles back down. And then it angles back up, especially looking at percent K here, period K, that, that black line or whatever color line it is on your charts. That is the actual stochastic line. When it reaches the top, comes back down and then goes back up again. That's what they call a stochastic pop. That is a commonly traded professional buy signal because professional traders know, oh, we are in a buy zone, not a sold zone. And all the amateurs are going short. Cool. Now, a stochastic poop is the opposite. It's when the indicator has been up at the top of the range for a little while. And uh, one of the rules of trading that applies to many things is the trend is your friend until the end. You've probably heard that saying. It's very true. But how do we apply that? So we, we can apply it not only to trend, but also to momentum, support resistance, and to these indicators as well. So in other words, the more time that the stochastic spends in the overbought zone, the less likely it is to continue to stay up, and that's less likely it is for the market to continue to go up. So they wait for the end, toward the end of that move, for it to hit the ceiling a couple of times, and then for the stochastic, well, poop, for lack of a better term. That's what they call it, stochastic, stochastic pops, stochastic poops. Now, why does this happen? All right, why is this? Why does the indicator uh, do this? And there's a very real easy answer to that. These particular indicators, such as RSI and stochastics, have two important characteristics. Number one, they are bounded indicators. So, as I mentioned, mathematically, they're only allowed to go from zero as a floor to 100 as a ceiling. Remember, these are just um, math equations. That's what indicators are. They're just math equations. And the people who programmed them said, oh, not going to allow this thing to go lower than 100 or higher, or I'm sorry, lower than zero or higher than 100. So they are bounded. Number two, 
their momentum indicators. Now, that's important because momentum refers to the strength of a market move. Alrighty, so they can only go from 0 to 100 and they're measuring strength. How does that come into play? So what that means is, again, let's take stochastic for an example. We'll just stay on that. The first time that the indicator gets to the top of its range, and then let's say it goes, um, it gets to 100, and then it angles down a little bit. But that is the most bullish momentum signal that our friend George, George Lane, who created the indicator, mathematically allowed the indicator to map on your charts. can only go up to 100. Now, it's measuring a momentum, so when it hits the highest level, what that means is it's giving a very, very strong strength, bullish strength in this case, indication. Since it's the first time that it's gone from 0 to 100, that is the most bullish signal the indicator can give you. And it may hit the ceiling a few times and then finally come back down. But the first time it gets up there, that is the most bullish strength indication it can give you. Unfortunately, a lot of people are using that as a sell signal because they are using the term overbought. And the term overbought is like almost a hypnotic suggestion to the brain cells that it can't go up any higher. And well, the term that is what it implies. So I encourage you to not even use that term. I never use that term in my trading because that makes you want to go short. And then when you go short, the market goes back up because it's a bullish strength momentum indication and you get stopped out. And then you figure, oh, my broker's trading against me. The market makers are hunting my stops. No, 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 no. Again, the bottom line is you are trading against the dominant money flow in the market. That's what's happening. Mathematically, that indicator is measuring the dominant money flow of the market. Strength to the upside. You do not want to trade against the strength of the market. You want to flow with the strength of the market, as we've talked about in previous episodes. And this is now one concrete example, one concrete way of doing that. All right. Well, on another episode, in fact, you know what? The next one, we're going to talk about uh, Bollinger Bands and kind of pick up where we left here because the same principle actually applies to Bollinger Bands and how people mistrade Bollinger Bands using the same principles but just a different indicator. And I like Bollinger Bands. Bollinger Bands are very cool, very good. They they can help you in your trading, but you got to trade them correctly. And most people don't. So today, um, like I say, it's only our third episode. So we're still looking to pump ourselves up in the ratings. And I'd love for you to help me do that by going ahead and leaving a review, five stars, and subscribe to the podcast. Because this podcast is new, I'm also giving away a very, very, very special mini course called the Top Dog Trading's Top 10 Trading Rules for Success. And Top Dog Trading is the company that I founded, by the way. And these rules came from, first of all, my own experience of being an actual trader in the markets, not just book knowledge, but actually trading for five decades now, because my dad started teaching me when I was eight and I'm 58. So yep, five decades of experience. That's a lot to learn from. And then I've worked with thousands of students and studied what they do right, what they do wrong. And I've been able to accumulate all that data and put it into this little mini course. And I'm going to give it to you absolutely free. What we find is that when people work on these 10 things, quite often 
This is what turns them into a profitable trader. That's what this is all about. What will change people from being non-profitable to profitable? It's a short course, a little PDF uh, special report, and then three videos that expand on the PDF. So you can get it all absolutely free by just going to onlinetradingtowin.com forward slash 10 rules. Again, onlinetradingtowin.com forward slash 10 rules. Oh, and by the way, that is the word 10 spelled out T-E-N, not the numeral 10. So go there while it's free and while the show is still new and we're giving away that um, that course. So again, hope you enjoyed the program and got a lot from it. Again, subscribe to it on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, leave a review and a rating. Only takes 30 seconds and it brings you good karma. Both of those actions will help us move up in the rankings so that we can help other people as well. And I can continue to help you create more episodes for you and give away more free goodies for hopefully improving your trading profitability. Neither online trading to win, Top Dog Trading, nor Barry Burns are registered as securities broker dealers or investment advisors, either with the U.S. Securities and Exchange Commission or with any state securities regulatory authority, and are not licensed to provide investment advice. Trading and investing involves substantial risk. Financial loss even above the amount invested is possible and common. We do not imply, predict, or guarantee that you will be successful in earning any money whatsoever. Past results of any individual trader are not indicative of future returns by that trader and are not indicative of future returns which may be realized by you. We do not assume responsibility or liability for your trading and investment results. This is provided for informational and educational purposes only and should not be construed as investment advice.